0: me up, don't you stop, cause tonight it's on the line. Show me how, you get on down, close my eyes, take me for a
1: ride. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Punish Foundation podcast, this is episode 5. This week I'm joined by the usuals, Gary. Evening and Ian. Hi everyone. Now before we get started with this week's episode, we have got an exciting announcement for next week. So for next week's episode, we will be joined by a man who is today captain of the team in the League Cup final, uh, a man with hundreds of games of professional football in both the top tiers of Scotland and in the lower tiers of England. uh, And that man is Livingston captain Marvin Bartley. So uh, kicking off today's episode, however, uh, Ian, how are you? I'm good mate, thank you.
2: And yourself?
1: Uh, I'm good. Obviously, I've been recovering from something I had to get done surgery-wise in midweek. But I'm feeling better. I can hopefully be out back coaching <laughs> within the next couple of weeks. Hopefully. And um, grab your first touch. Uh, well, that's after the surgery I got done. It was a uh, first touch surgery.
2: Was it so, an operation on your foot?
1: Uh, yeah, I made it, it added some extra swastecos right, to my okay. foot about. Uh, Gary, how are you?
0: I'm okay. Had to come back out after Tom's disaster last week.
1: He's asked me back. Yep, there's Gary fighting back at Tom after Tom said he was an upgrade uh, last week at the start of the episode. Did you hear hear that, Gary, when you were listening? I did, then I switched off because he got (laughs) 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 Um, all Alright, so moving swiftly on from that, um, Gary... First question of the day, Yeah. obviously obviously growing up you were dead at the football, all three of us were, who was your footballing idol? Um, Growing
0: up, um, my granddad, who was a professional, um, also my uncle, probably my uncle more, um, he was a professional player and he's now an assistant manager at a professional club, so probably him, obviously because he's related, Mm. but... Uh, worldwide. Um, uh, I watched a lot of Italian football on. It used to Did be, you? yeah, it used to be on Channel Four, on a Sunday afternoon. On a and Sunday,
2: then, I remember that,
0: and uh, I loved it. Then I was like, I liked Roberto Baggio. It was really good. Uh, ah. I'm trying to think who else. Ronaldo, but no Cristiano. Ah, but, the
1: original one, yeah,
0: George, George weir George weir yeah. So, I would say, um, like, Paul Gascoigne, I loved. uh, Gascoigne
1: was brilliant. Chose Uh, him for your goal recreation. Yep.
0: Gascoigne was brilliant. Um, But
1: if anyone anyone hasn't seen that goal recreation, you can find it on our Instagram page at the Pars Foundation. Um, But I think uh, I loved watching creative
0: players, skillful players, Ah. and that. Um, But I think uh, Ronaldo and also remember uh, Raul, what played at Real Madrid. Oh, Raul! Yeah, oh. I loved, I loved him. So Raul or Ronaldo, growing up would have been probably my my favourites. But I I, I love just watching football anyway. I um, I would, I would I'd, I'd watch any game really.
1: Uh, some quality any game any, any
0: any, game any level with football I just like watching football
1: I, I agree with that it's, um, it's something I miss a lot with Covid obviously being able to go to games hopefully the finish line is coming into sight You we can get back to it because mm. I think I've not been at a game obviously none of us have been I think it's over a year now and it's it's a big miss yeah, I think
0: um, uh, I think just thinking of my favourite ever player and I, obviously it's only because I've watched loads of documentaries on things would have been George Best, obviously, I, know I wasn't there life when he was playing, but um, I've watched loads of documentaries yeah. and things on him, I, I
1: love George oh. Best. Oh, brilliant footballer, played for Hibs at one point. He did, George,
0: yes. I wasn't sure yeah. if you would know that.
1: I, I'm all clued up in my house every but well, I've, I've read all the books. Did he in Edinburgh Derby? I don't believe so. No, I, don't I think his best game was against Celtic, But I think he scored. And but anyway, getting sidetracked. Ian, uh, your footballing idol?
2: Uh mine's is quite an easy one. Uh, Ronaldinho.
1: Oh, aye, that's um, a brilliant
2: one. Slightly more recent to the guys that Gary mentioned, but he was the one that was just like, "Who is this guy?" He was just ridiculous. Um, so. <laughs> switching on Sky Sports from my dad and just would switch on Barcelona and just him, Messi uh, that whole team uh, was just phenomenal and obviously he was a big part of Barcelona's sort of success in that era uh, It's just so fun to watch Oh aye he would just he would just go buy players like they weren't even there
0: You, you know I, what I liked Ian yeah, yeah. see when I was younger in fact even as I got older I I liked watching players. And I don't know if kids do it now, but I watched players that played in my position.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not saying I would do it to uh, think of the same as good as them, but like <laughs> I, I, when I was younger, I was quite quick and that I played as a winger. I, I would always watch wingers. Because uh,
1: another thing is, if you watch people who play in the position, you are like you can learn from them. Like you can think, okay, what are what are they doing well, and how could I try and yeah. them?
2: I actually, um, do you... personally, I didn't do that, but I think it's good advice. Do you remember yeah. David Ginola? Yeah, I, can I remember heard... him at Tottenham. Yeah, well, I, I liked, I liked watching him, but
0: he was a winger as well. and he, He's crossing. I, I, loved that he would cross with right foot, left foot, or he, <clears he'd throat> just. And like I says, he was he was one that would watch all the time. But mm-hmm. I hope kids do that nowadays. Watch guys in their position.
2: Yeah, I think um, we had, like, your sort of one game a week, you know, when it was, like, Sky Sports, you'd have Barcelona or whoever, Real Madrid was playing that night. Yeah. I would tune into that, and that would be my time to watch players in action. But I think kids now, with social media and everything and YouTube, they can just go and ac- access it at any time. Yeah. And they can go and watch actual videos of players doing their thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think, uh, like, so the videos that you're putting on Spawn and things, Gary,
1: they're really
2: good because it's just pinpointing that player within that role. And if you play within that role, that could be really helpful.
1: I was just going to mention that uh, how Gary posts loads of videos on Spawn for our players to watch. But we, we uh, didn't
2: really have that grown up, so no, not at all. it was just whoever was on telly. With who, was who I was sort
1: of watching at the time, you know? Yeah. Uh, I am, um, obviously, I'm math. Players players I love to watch are players that you can tell their work ethic is just constant. Like, I love watching Liverpool because of players like Jordan Henderson or Andy Robertson <laughs> and how much they can get up and down, just the effort they put in is top notch. But I'd say, obviously, I'd grown up as a, a major Hibs fan. One of the players I remember is John McGinn. Whereas if you watch him in England, you can see his all action style. His, his engine's brilliant I, I, I love watching him I'd always, I'd always thought okay if I'm playing a game I'd want to play like that it was just constant pushing yourself past like your maximum effort mm-hmm. you just give all every game constantly battle always trying to improve yourself do you think That's the game's
2: changing a wee bit this is maybe a question for another week but do you think the game's becoming more athletic more, yeah and less technical you're talking about it's like, totally like, changed the... well the the play- Robo there, the players getting that, up and doing the line and things. The
0: players that I mentioned <laughs> to I liked, like like yeah. David Junola, George Best, These Wingers, uh, there's no lot of players in the game now that goes by people. Jack Grealish at Aston Villa, you see that he'll run and take players on. Yeah. But mm-hmm. there's no there's no loads now. Like I mean Gascoigne when um he he was a midfielder, but Gascoigne would run by players. Yeah, don't see a lot of that now.
1: No, no, you uh, nah, don't at all. Like, um, as a good question, probably for another time again, because you can go on for a while. Yeah, exactly. It. But um, I remember we were down at court. Uh, uh, Steve, I make the point about you don't think there'll be many more Javi and Iniesta's because mm-hmm. they were obviously they could get about the pitch like they, they were no chance slow and not athletic, but their technical ability was so much so that it seemed almost mm-hmm. effortless at points. But yeah, I do feel that's a question for. I a just, I time. just
2: feel like it's a question for another day. But I just feel like those type of players are getting overlooked, and they're looking for runners and and boys that can get up and do a park, maybe more than the the wee technical player. You know,
1: just lo- uh, which is what I love. Which is what I love about the foundation is how much we focus on trying to improve players' technical. Well, no, not just saying okay, we want you to run the whole time. It's so, like okay, we want you to try, but focus on becoming better. Players. Come
0: and watch the Pass Foundation over thirty five when we start back
1: up and you'll see some Jarvis and Anestas in and that team. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that's uh, some free advertising there for the Pars Foundation over thirty five teams We're good. We won one game so, last year. Huh <laughs> major W. Um next question. Uh Ian so we're talking about there about our favourite type of favourite players. Um what's your favourite type of team to watch? You're obviously we're probably gonna say an attacking team, but what I mean more is you get what's the of attack, you get teams that are just all action right in your face. You get teams mm-hmm. that are very methodical like Pep Guardiola's and uh, Manchester City team where they can just pass Yeah. Um, what what style of
2: football do you prefer watching? <sighs> I mean nice? Man Man's City I oh, know nay nee. um <laughs> man city <laughs> I think they're great to watch. I mean, they keep the ball fantastic, but are they most are they the most exciting to watch? Probably not because you know the pass team's to death, but a lot of it is you know sort of slower build up play um it's not sort of quick counter attacks and everything. so I actually like you know if it was me watching the game as a neutral. I quite like the sort of counter-attacking teams.
1: Um, because, answer.
2: I think PSG, I quite enjoy them when Bappe, I just think their fast-break attacks are phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, Borussia Dortmund as well. Haaland. Yeah, Holland, I really enjoy watching them. So, I would, I I would say it. those type of teams, from a neutral point of view, are the most exciting to watch, but I do obviously respect the the total, uh, the
1: total, total football, yeah, yeah, possession. Uh, I think, um, I think, I can't if that can go is maybe the most satisfying type of goal yeah. of watching. That uh, we just see a team break, one touch passing, moving off the ball. I love watching that. Um, Gary, what would you say on that?
0: Um, again, I, I, I'm going back a while, right? But see in the nineties, uh, Kevin Keegan's Newcastle team, I'm right? Then. They beat them. They were absolutely brilliant to watch. It was if they score three, we'll score four. They played with two. They played with two wingers, and uh, uh that's the type of teams I like. Just go and play and attack. Ah,
1: I I agree with that. I think if you're a football team and you're not sent out to attack, then I'd be I'd be questioning it because I think that should always be the goal. And just en- enjoyment, and you get the most enjoyment for games. I think by attacking, especially at youth level. I think we're very much we always focusing. You want to win the game, and you want to express yourself and be creative and play well, as opposed to you get some teams who maybe even youth players. I get teams fan. that sit back.
0: I'm a fan of uh, teams that play with two wingers, and I know you don't get a, get much of that nowadays. But that that was the, that was the reality. You it. just add what I
2: was saying, like see the, the teams that like to keep the ball and things. There'll be managers that'll come on and they've maybe lost the game, but they'll say, I bet we kept the ball for 80%. I bet you didn't win the game. You yeah, exactly. I mean? so yeah, It's great having the ball for large parts of the game, but ultimately, the team's there to win, so I mean, that's, I, guess, I don't know. It's a, it's a tough one.
1: I guess then we're getting into the, the notion of how important do you feel possession overall as a stat is, but that's Again, probably something you can discuss more in detail and a, a question in itself.
2: I mean, look at Frank Lampard, right? Just for example, his, Chelsea, at his Chelsea teams were struggling. Obviously, he got sacked. But the Chelsea team that he had had crazy possession stats. Yeah, so just, they, they didn't break him down enough. Possession and having the ball all the time doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get results, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. They're enzymes. But, yeah, they're, they're very much like that. Um, a lot of the team, you can be like, okay, well, folks are having the ball, but I always think the best way to focus, okay, when you have the ball, we need to do something with it. Mm. And I'd rather, I think I'd rather watch a team that loses the ball more taking those risks than a team that keeps the ball very well, but doesn't take the risks. Yeah. Because when, it's when those risks
2: pay off, like, and they think, they, they, what's the phrase? They work out for you.
1: That that's how you win game.
2: There's loads of way, loads of ways to win a game of football.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right, so, moving on, um, Gary, uh, you've been coaching obviously for a long while. I'm playing for a while, Ian. So of you? Um, but Gary, what would you say is the best piece of advice you've ever heard a coach give?
0: Uh, it's or, nothing. It could be some. you well, that, George? I just think wee things like. Go and express yourself. I love that. Go and play with a smile on your face. Go and enjoy it. Just wee messages like that. Yeah. Especially in, you know, working at a uh, youth level. That's that's what we should be telling kids. Go and, yeah. go and express yourself. Go and enjoy the game. Yeah, things yeah. like that.
1: Yeah.
0: And like I said, it's not, any, not anything great. I can't think anything that's jumping out at me that I was told that I've been told for a lot of people just go and express yourself or oh, playing against somebody beat your man things like that just
1: I, be your own player
0: yeah but like I would say yeah just go and exp- go and express yourself go and enjoy it I'd reg- agree with that um,
1: Ian?
2: where <laughs> do <laughs> you go from <laughs> um, there? Uh, much the same yeah. to be honest uh, definitely definitely Play with a smile. Uh, enjoy it. Um, I mean, if you look at how many players that play the game that then go on to play professional level, it's like less than 1%. So just enjoy the game while you're while you're young. Go on and enjoy it and play with your pals. Um, oh. The one thing I did like, I heard it from someone, is it's okay to fail.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, touching on my answer there.
2: I think... There's so many guys that get worked up about failing and, you know, oh, I've made a mistake, blah, blah. blah. It's, it's absolutely fine. It's, it's part of development. It's okay all to right. fail. We learn from our mistakes.
1: That's what I was going to say, is that um, especially stuff like if you feel like it's, it's all right, it's it's not a failure as such, it's just a lesson. It's a way you get better. Yeah. And that has already happened. So, if I say you're a goalkeeper, which which I was, then maybe I'd make a mistake, like the ball would slip through my hands and go in there's no point me then beating myself up about that because we've well, already gone in i can't change that mm-hmm. what yeah. i should do is really, i should go okay why did it go in and then next time it comes i'm better positioned or whatever to make sure that that doesn't happen again
2: i mean i gar- guarantee can... that everyone that's made it to the top level have had failure oh yeah I'm through sure. that journey i mean it's a roller coaster of highs and lows
1: I mean, you look at the best player in the world, Lionel Messi, like he doesn't dribble past everyone all the time. Mm-hmm. I play like he'll try to dribble past someone you know, and he'll lose the ball, or he'll try to pass it, will like, run out of play or get dispossessed. But he doesn't just get his head down and let that affect the rest of his performance. He's yeah. like, you know, okay, that's happened. I need to go and make that right now. Yeah, That's what I always really think. I'd, I'd, um, I use failure more for motivation as opposed to letting it get me down because it's already happened, so there's no point really being too bothered by it. Yeah. I uh, would just agree with that. I would agree with that, Josh. It uh, <laughs> must have said something sensible if Gary's agreeing with me. Uh, it doesn't happen every all, that often.
2: Um, Wait till so, we get to the meal deal bit.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I can imagine that's going to cause chaos. And Ian, you're transitioning nicely uh, back to the counter for a second, but no, transitioning nicely into the next question, um, Ian. So let's say you've had a session, right? I think okay, I found three pound in my pocket. I'm gonna to go to Tesco and get yourself a meal deal. What are you picking up?
2: Oh, you've narrowed it to Tesco's right away.
1: i uh, could could be Tesco, could be I thought wherever you're gonna get a meal if deal. If I had
2: three pound in my pocket, I'd be heading to Stevens. Stevens, oh, well they're getting oh, Bridey, the Bridey deal. Yeah, the Bridey deal with the donut and the bottle of juice.
1: See, that's a... That's something I hadn't considered. I was thinking of a sandwich, something. To dinner, that drink. was
2: my that was my standard lunch at high school.
1: Okay, well, what what donut are you getting? Or what juice
2: are you getting? Uh, a nice uh ice donut.
1: An ice donut, probably
2: right. like just a wee bottle of Lion Brew or something.
1: Well, that's, that's, I, can, I can respect it. I've had I've had many steak Fridays in my time from from high school. I've had many steak Fridays. Well, you did make yeah. a statement
0: the other day that you think you've had. Over a thousand briedies,
1: which I think you'd have to calculate how many school days I've had because I, I don't think I could be far off. I know, but, but
2: mind your school was on fire. <laughs>
0: <laughs> did you have a did you have
1: a every day, mate? Generally, yeah. Have, every day will be our state bridey. Do you not get sick of them? No, they're brilliant.
2: <laughs> Jesus, so, I would I would change, mine I'd have like the sausage roll as well.
1: No, the even sausage rolls, a Actually, not looking to speak futures. the future. sausage rolls are brilliant. Um, but just the, the bright days, I can eat them for... It's a real disappointment when you have one and it's maybe a bit too, like, crumbly or a bit too soggy or whatever, and you go, ah, damn it, that's today's one ruined. But then you go tomorrow and you get a, a 10 out of 10 one and you're like, ah, life's good again. Gary, what's your meal deal choice? I, I, I don't buy meal
0: deals, but if you had gave if, if you're asking me what I would yeah. go and buy if I had the yeah. three pound...
1: Yeah, you're being forced to buy a meal deal.
0: I wouldn't. I would go. No. I would go and buy two butter rolls, <laughs> two packets of space raiders, <laughs> a juice, and I'd get a cake in there for all
1: for three pound. Well, what juice and what cake are you going for? Then you need beef. And uh, what flavour what <laughs> of space raiders? Oh, uh, uh, beef. Beef. No, beef, pickled onion. Beef space
0: raiders, and then I probably got a can of coke, and. Uh, Kim, what I've been getting for Stevens like like double biscuits. But last
1: week, awesome.
0: Robin... The double biscuits are so good. Robin, my wee apprentice, picks us up the, the lunch some days. And he oh. got me a fudge donut last week. I was absolutely gutted. I was looking forward to... <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was... Darth Vader's <laughs> let you down. I was like all week thinking... Uh, all day, sorry. Bro, got a cup of tea at lunchtime with my double biscuit. And I went up and it was a fudge donut. I was gutted.
1: <laughs> did did it ruin
0: the rest of your day, Gary? Uh did actually, Josh, aye. <laughs> I
1: cancelled um, the I
0: cancelled um. the rest of my wanted ones and went home in
1: disgust. <laughs> crying crying yourself into the fudge. Yeah. I'm glad um,
2: you never sent Robbie back to the shops. I would have, I <laughs> but Hanky finished half day.
1: <laughs> right, um, so usually have both gone for very abstract options there. I mean, neither is went for the typical meal deal. I was thinking about, okay, I'm, I'm, I'll usually go Tesco. Tesco's my meal deal place of choice. I'd get a, a BLT, bacon, lettuce and tomato. I'd get a, a Coke Zero, usually, because I'm quite big on that. And then I'd probably get uh, pineapple, pineapple chunks.
2: You're obsessed with pineapple. I
1: love, I think pineapple is brilliant. I'm, I'm a really big fan of pineapple. So if you're a massive fan of... State Brideys. why are you know going for the state bride deal? Help sometimes right, brides are a school thing and sometimes if I want to treat myself out of school. Uh-huh. But
2: if but, Stevens if Stevens was to introduce a pineapple bridey, would you be interested in that? <laughs> <laughs> I probably have to try it just to see it of
1: interest you mentioned it. <laughs> it's just oh, going
2: to be everything you eat's pineapple. It's got pineapple on it.
0: Would you find that, right. Josh? Uh what story, Gary? Would you fancy
1: that? A steak braided with bits of pineapple on it as well? Oh nah, I would go with a steak, I would go with a steak. All... It goes with ham. Nah, I wouldn't go with steak. I would go with steak. Pineapple
2: and gravy does not sound very nice.
1: But, <laughs> but have... it goes on
2: it goes on perfectly with pizza.
1: Yes, it does. Have you Ian, have you had a Hawaiian?
2: Uh, I have tried it. I just nah, it's not for me. They're fantastic.
1: Nice. Mm. As you get the, the right ham and then some good pineapple, and then I ah, love it, massive Hawaiian fan. Um, but yeah, on that on that note, I think we need to wrap it up there before I get any more stick from my love of pineapple. Um, Ian, thank you for coming on. Thanks again, Gary. Thank you for coming good on. Good to be back and save your show, Josh. Hi, well, uh, you think yeah. the viewings will go up this week? Definitely, <laughs> definitely, yeah, Gary's guys to be attraction we'll be back to the 100,000s before we know it yeah, good and, yeah Ted for listening thank you very much and make sure to tune in next week for our interview with Livingston Captain Marvin Bartley thank you very much for listening and see you, you. so come and